Hi everyone, Jack right. here. Hello, uh, before everybody. the episode starts, I just want to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Thank you to Morgan Patterson, Theo Hendry, <laughs> Jace Pastris, Mordecai yeah, Sennett, Ali Science, yeah. Juno, uh, Crow, Jan Aloni, Dylan Bochamp, Prozac Haven, Aaron Subbo, Jupiter McIntyre, Connor Fox, <laughs> Emery Silvers, this Saffron, and Adrian Frisbee. If you like what we do here and want to learn more, our <laughs> Anyways, social media, we're on the Patreon, move today. and fundraiser will all be linked uh, we're about below. To see Thanks for your Venom, support. And Let now there be on carnage. The episode. Uh, it looks like making a sequel to Adam's Family 2019. They already did. <laughs> it's an overwhelming place uh, to give you a review. There is a giant bu- bucket of popcorn overhead. Uh, there is a giant uh, candy everywhere. Uh, yeah, what are you what are you thinking about? Uh, what are you expecting from Venom? Let there be carnage before this movie starts. Um, the rave. Yeah. I'm excited. We watched Venom one last night. Yeah, for context. Be- because a lot of our roommates have and not I seen it. And I forgot how fruity it is. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting even fruitier. Yeah. I I even even more catering to the monster community. I have high expectations. Uh, our roommates are here as well uh, because we watched Venom because we were like, does anyone want to come see Venom with us? And they were all like, please. Uh, so they're here too. Uh, you'll hear them later or <laughs> in about two seconds whenever I cut to them and asking for their opinions. So true. Uh, all right. That's our expectations. Uh, it better be gay or we'll be disappointed. It is. It, it is. Out. He gets married. <laughs> they get married on the beach. All right, here's the Ford Blue update. Uh, I just got scammed. Uh, this was the 21. It was for anyone wondering how much it costs to get snacks at a movie theater now. Uh, it was $21. Uh, $21 for popcorn, candy, and a drink. It, it was not even the large size. So, uh, yeah, just continue committing, uh, com- I guess, committing. Uh, movie theater border crimes where you just sneak in uh, candy across the movie theater. I have candy in my pocket. Yeah. Anyways, say hello, roommates. Hello. Hello. What are your expectations for Venom Let There Be Carnage, having only seen it for the the first one for the first time last night? Fruity. Gay. Expectations, go. Titillating. (laughs) Tentacle sex. Wait, I have another one. John, you're not a monster, correct? I haven't given it serious for the thought. Record. You will be. <laughs> I was gonna say you're not a Muslim for now. <laughs> for now. That's a temporary arrangement. We can change that. This is my new goal. We can make him worse. We can make him worse. I can make him better. Well, I can make him worse. I can fix the. I thought that was Jeremy Jordan. I thought it was Marlon Brando. All right. We will see you in an hour and a half. All right, I'm gonna pass this microphone around. Thoughts and feelings. I'm f- crazy. Honestly, one of the they love each other. They love each other. They say they love you on a sunset. That's honestly some of the best gay representation I saw on screen. It was from a symbiote and his boyfriend. That is gay. That is gay. 
Venom is gay. Venom is and gay. he's bisexual. Wait, we're they love each other so much. We're gonna sit down and have actual thoughts, right? Okay, I'm gonna save my thoughts then. The final battle was like one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that was beautiful. Like that was the moment where I was like, oh wow, this is like actually a really good movie. And that was fucking killer. Like that one. That like I thought that they were building up to the whole like, oh it's okay that he's a serial killer because he got abused, and then they're just like. This guy. You need everyone to know that the person who wrote the screenplay for this movie also wrote the screenplay for Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. I'm gonna turn this off now because the background music, I'm sure, is absolutely pounding. Woody Harrelson really gave a great performance. Um. Okay. Should we? How should we do this? I don't know. It's your show. All right. Welcome to Venom. Venom doo doo. <laughs> um, should we introduce? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm Jack. I'm Ford. I'm James. I'm John. Wow, there's three J names. Wow, supremacy. You have to pick one. Uh, Janford. <laughs> Janford. <laughs> wow. Janford Jlu. <laughs> J- uh. <laughs> Janthony. Janthony. <laughs> okay. Getting, getting jump scared by Crowley as soon as I walked into that movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> we walked in and I saw I saw Aziraphale and I was like, Michael? <laughs> you, you said that and then I looked up and was faced with the snake eyes. <laughs> face to face. Hello? With, face to face with David. And then we David. sat down and we're forced to be old Adam Driver. <laughs> In Wait, every goddamn Yes, I want to say something about this. How I don't think Adam Driver, Mad Smith, or Jared Leto have had a time to sleep in the past two years no. with this film. By the third trailer, I was like, when Adam Driver needs a break. Yeah, I was like... Let this man sleep. Yeah, He's we were like... like you can't keep burning the candle that both ends, Adam. <laughs> we were like joking with each other. I like leaned over and was like, I heard Bermuda was nice this time of year, Adam. Like... Do something other than this. Our takeaway from the trailers. Stop casting Adam Driver. Please, dear or God. Or just give him a break for a couple yeah. years. Stop casting Adam Driver for a year. At least a year. Actually, make it two. In movie time, that's infinite. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's true. Strangle his career. <laughs> I'm gonna end this man's whole career. I will! I'm forcing si- him to take a nap. I'm sick of Adam Driver! <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm uh, sick of this shitty, shitty also, little mustache. Also, when did Matt Smith get, like, a career? Like, a full-on career? He's having his kill grade. <laughs> I, I, no, I really do think this is the, the attempt to bring Matt Smith back. Yeah. Yeah. Will like, it work? It's because he was on The Crown, and he played yeah, Prince Philip on The right. Crown. Yeah, It's like, oh, people like him again. People care about him again? Let's put him in everything. What was the other thing he was in? It was... It was that, and then... It, wasn't it Morbius? Oh, yeah. Morbius, uh, the vampire movie. Well, the, where they're also trying to make Anathema from Good Omens have a career, and I'm very excited about yes. that. Yeah. I'm very she deserves good. it. She does. Thoughts about Venom Let There Be Carnage? Um, Number one, g- great boss fight scene. Oh, yeah. God, it was so good. <laughs> I don't care. I, I am not a person that enjoys action scenes. I tend to zone out most of the time. But I was actually paying attention yeah. for every beat the of that. The way that the fight 
when the bell was tolling and like they kept on switching between the people fighting yes. and the symbiotes fighting yes. because like the symbiotes would dissolve every time the bell rang. Wait, wait, wait. And, and 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 when they're they're falling and it, the venom goes into Dan and then yeah. through his that arm a, goes into Anne and then yeah. yes <laughs> it was like such a teamwork moment of the of Dan being like ooh that feels weird and then Anne just like letting there it pass through there were so many parts of this movie where they would do something and I'd be like oh the polycules just canon yeah. That's just what they're going for. Yeah. I like Dan. It's yeah. so funny because I like Dan. Because the like polycule Dan. is a thing, but also it isn't. It's like functional. It's so interesting because it's yeah. like Venom and Eddie have their own relationship, and then Aunt and then Anne and Dan have their own relationship. But Anne is like no longer interested in Eddie, but Eddie is fine with that, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, I really like the dynamics because Venom is interested in both in both Dan and Anne. Yeah, yes. and I really, Eddie. And Eddie. I really like the dynamics of the group. Venom is the weird black glue that holds them together. Yeah. It's like it's like what it, like a poly arrow but it has like several more yes. spikes to it. Yeah. Correct. Um what else? We said that it was both gay but also not gay enough. Yeah. And I did have thoughts about this yes. because my 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 I was having this whole train of of thought when we were watching the movie. But it's like, okay. If this is what we can achieve with like a mostly hetero, like, lead actor and a hetero director. Yeah. Like, if this is what we can get with straight people at the helm, imagine. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> imagine. If we get we the got... rave scene. Yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming out, out of the Eddie closet. <laughs> what? Hello? Who just says that shit? And everyone at the rave was like, yeah! <laughs> and every, the way that he was like, we shouldn't have to hide who we are. And yeah! Then, and he was like, Eddie was ashamed of me. And they were all like, yeah! Because yeah! Everyone in there thought that he Venom was, was just a human in a costume. He was right. talking about a shitty ex. No, 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 no. This is how I interpreted this. Oh. It could be that he was talking about a shitty ex. I interpreted it as he was talking about himself. Him without, like, like he in this costume mm-hmm. is who he can be, like, allowing himself to be free. Eddie is who he is in his daily life in the confines of a compet society. That is lovely. Yeah. I think I, that makes that whole speech better. That makes it, yeah, that makes it really good. I was, like, from the perspective of, like, the people observing that speech, I assumed that, like, those people were like, oh, he's talking about his shitty ex who was afraid to come out. Yeah, exactly. Possibly, yeah. Th- that that seems to be pretty... But also, that's such a good interpretation. Yeah. That, I feel like that's the literal interpretation. That can be the fun, like, narrative I, interpretation. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that. And I think that that is... Yeah. If not what they were going for, definitely what they accomplished. Yeah. They, honestly, f- good Job. Like, I'm glad they let Tom Hardy finally get a writing credit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still not over um, them bringing in the actual rapper from the Venom song yeah. to be in that scene singing <laughs> the Venom song. And he hears it and he's like, oh, me! It's me! He's singing a song about uh, me. They're like, he literally says, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Assuming that they know that he's Venom. How yeah. would they know that? Yeah, and then so from we, the movie. And then yet, and yet <laughs> I'm just like Venom. And yet nobody from the see, movie, And yet Venom. nobody stops him. They're like, I love you. I love you too. I, I love you, one person. There were so many just like minute, what felt like mega mind references in that one scene. Yeah. 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 No, that yeah. was such was, a that was giving very I love you, random <laughs> citizen. I love you, random citizen was such a fundamental scene to our society. Actually, it was. Megamind was the blueprint. Yeah. Megamind, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, 
Honestly, when was the last time you saw Megamind? I don't think I've ever seen it. Honestly, Megamind in we're like, gonna watch Megamind. I would like to see it because it looks amazing. Honestly, I've seen the important parts. Megamind yeah. and Let There Be Carnage. Same movie. Same movie. Yes. Except not really. Not can really. We, can we talk about I re- on the beach? With the sunset. And the iguana. And the iguana. <laughs> the iguana is important. Don't forget the with iguana. The you, the love, you forget about you 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 can accept their flaws. Yeah. You can... Venom fully just said that you he loved love it. me. <laughs> 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 OMG baby. The iguana was the Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> <laughs> he got reincarnated. OMG babe, this Not is the first time you said cr- Oh my god, you had a crush on me? <laughs> OMG babe, this is the first time you said I love you. Oh my god, babe, do you have a crush on me? That's so embarrassing. We I only, literally rail you every night. I, we <laughs> ran away. Your asshole at I all times. Right we literally <laughs> ran away together. We are on a beach together. The only we sleep in the same bed, mother. <laughs> the thing that would have made no, that scene better for me would have been letting Eddie say "I love you too." Yeah. Yeah. That, have. that was the. I but feel, also, I feel like Eddie, like maybe this is reading too much into his relationship with Anne. But I feel like he's the kind of guy that has an issue with saying that. Period. Yeah. Much yeah. less to a giant alien monster that's up his ass. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like he kind, like he did in his own way, where he was like, "Oh, you yeah. said you, oh, you say you love me," and he says yeah. it with like this little smile on his face. But like even earlier in the scene with Anne in the restaurant when she's showing off her engagement ring, yeah. he says, "I love you," but he's also being influenced by Venom in that moment. Yeah. yeah. And so it's more like Venom is like, please talk about Venom your Venom allows him to talk about his emotions. Yeah. yeah. Venom sits him down on the couch and is just like, man, you've got to get some counseling. Yeah, the way that their, like, symbiosis works is that, like, literally, like, they are not complete characters separate from each yeah. other. Yeah. And they, and they said as much. Like, yeah. we, like, we make the best parts of each other. Yeah. yeah. They, their relationship feel. I'm gonna say something so f- funny, and it's <laughs> Garnet Steven Universe Venom and Eddie Brock. Why would you do this? It's true. <laughs> Venom and Eddie are a fusion. Don't Sorry, you not no. like it when people call you a Steven Universe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Oh no, you have a whole thing. I do actually. However, I couldn't resist making that joke. Okay. Can I? Can it I, was too. Just remember that. It was too good a joke to waste. I want to know what DID systems think about Venom. Ooh, yeah. I want to ask someone. Fusions are just the cheap tactic to make weak symbiotes stronger. Can I say something semi-unrelated? Yes. Thinking about how you know. They're they're each like a part of each other, and they would be incomplete without each other, and they and they meld together. Wow, it's just like Star Trek. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we've come full circle. Anyways, my jo- joking aside, I really enjoyed. Over? I really enjoyed the like. It's like codependence, but also but like in a non toxic way where it's like they're they both know that they're codependent, yeah. but they. They and don't, it doesn't bother them. And it's, it's like, like they, by the sequel, it's so clear that they have, like, settled into this rhythm. Yeah. And, like, built that codependence over time. Because, like, in the first movie, like, the only reason that they work together is because they're, like, genetically compatible. Yeah. And they, like, have to, to do all this Genetically yeah. compatible. Yeah, and whenever they... Drift when, compatible. Drift compatible. Just like Pacific Rim. <laughs> and I mean, when they take time apart, it, like, genuinely, uh, like, they they have time to see what they feel like apart, and they're yeah. like... This sucks. Yeah, I was a little concerned, because in the first movie, they implied that, like, when Venom is not a part of Eddie, Eddie's bodily functions start deteriorating. 
um, because of their symbiosis, and then Venom was just like not part of him for half the movie, and I was like, is he gonna die? Well, it seemed it sort of <laughs> is seemed he have like a liver failure right now. <laughs> Eddie and Venom are so much a part of each other in that they're so different from every other case study we saw in the first Money yeah. Money yeah. movie. <laughs> any other case study? Fuck you. <laughs> every other every other um, case study we see in the first movie that like I feel like any conclusions that they made about other pairings can't really be carried over to That's that. true. Because like uh, I was thinking about this in the film uh, while we were watching the movie. Uh, the, with the scene whenever uh, whenever Carnage and whenever Carnage and Cletus are talking to each other in the car, <laughs> Cletus. Cletus. It's so Why funny. Why did they fun. have Cletus to name Cassidy. him Cletus? Cletus Cassidy. They could have picked any other name. Naming this man Cletus and dyeing his hair red and making it Woody Harrelson. That was the funniest thing they could have done in At the world. At least they gave him a haircut. That's all. Yeah, I'll thank say. God. Yeah. I could not have watched that is this movie. Is this a comic book character? Is this a comic book character? Yes, it is. Okay. Cletus yeah. Cassidy is Carnage. Then like, I'm okay with that. Why couldn't they have chosen a different name? Because I, then the comics fans I had to, in my been... head, refer to him as just Woody Harrelson the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, the thing is, I found it really interesting during that scene whenever they're talking about like it's the same thing that was happening with like uh, the with the Rizzo uh, Med character Drake Carlton uh, Carlton Drake oh, and. And the other mm. symbiote, uh, I think Riot. Yeah, it was Riot. Yeah, it was. Uh, and they're having, like, that conversation. Uh, and they're, like, talking about I. Like, they aren't saying we. They aren't talking about the relationship as, like, in terms of symbiosis. They're like, here's what I want. Well, and there was, there was this moment in the first one with uh, Reza Ahmed also where, like, Riot says I. Riz Ahmed is like, we. Yeah. And, and Riot's like, Right. We and yeah, then moves on with his sentence. Yeah, of course. But then in, like, I'm not gonna kill you. But the reason it's different with Carnage and like Cletus is because they're like we're both they're both saying the I. They're both like aware that they're separate entities yeah, and they're, they are, and they're like, making deals together. Each other. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like as like I feel like there never really was an I moment with Eddie and Venom. No, like, they was always like immediate we. Yeah. Like even from the moment that uh, Venom began to inhibit. Eddie, he uh, inhabit Eddie. He was like, "Yes, this is we. I care about you. We're trying to stay alive. Like it's always we, we, we." And what the fight was instigated on was their individual needs. Exactly. Like, you're always talking about what you want, what you yeah. want. It was a very coupley fight of like realizing like we need to actually be communicating more because in the first movie they did have some sense of communication, but yeah. in the second movie it was clear that the reason that they were fighting was because they both were had different needs that they weren't communicating yeah. in that moment. And Venom like taking control of Eddie so often, and then Eddie also being constantly told that he that people are taking control of him because he can't control himself. God. Yeah. So much of, uh... And then, yeah. <laughs> and in the end, I know we didn't hear Venom out loud, because if Eddie Brock can't say I love you, Venom can't say I'm sorry. Uh, that, sorry, that apology, forcing that apology out of Eddie made me so mad. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. Eddie is so clearly not the person in the wrong in no. that situation. No. But it was clear that it was such a, like, a half-assed apology, so it was, I thought it was a little funny. It was like, I didn't love it, but it was like, eh. I think, I think that a lot of it was Venom wanted Eddie to apologize to Anne. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's what I interpreted yeah, as. Yeah, otherwise... like, so much of what Venom does when he's around both Eddie and Anne is, like, trying to get Eddie and Annie back together. That's and true. And so it's like, I feel like that apology 
because it was forced out of Eddie while Venom was in Annie. Yeah. It, like... Yeah. I don't know. It was, like, it was supposed to be too... Like, Anne was supposed to be the recipient. And yeah, Venom was just the one demanding it. Yeah, because otherwise Venom would have come out. Because Venom doesn't, like, really... He's not yeah. the kind of person that And, like, hides. the last conversation that Eddie and Annie had had was about the fact that Eddie, like hadn't taken accountability for parts of their relationship. Yeah. Which, sorry, in jumping back to, like, Venom's role in the conversations between Eddie and Anne makes that last moment with I like Dan so much more, like, interesting to me. Yeah. Because it's like, Venom spent this entire movie trying to get Eddie and Anne back together, and like, after they've been through this whole traumatic thing together, they've gone through this fight, and this forced makeup, and that fake-ass apology, mm-hmm. and just all of that, and the conclusion of that is, I'm fine about this now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was more, because Venom was the Venom learned about polyamory. Yeah. <laughs> Venom was scrolling through Tumblr. I really loved watching, I really loved watching uh, Dan, because Dan was, honestly, Venom was 100% right. Yeah, that guy was useless. But boy, did I like him. Hey. He set Carnage on fire. On fire. Yeah. He did set Carnage on fire. He was helpful. I'm just saying, for the most part, he was just so anxious. And Some people have to just be guys. Some people just have to go, <laughs> yeah. to quote Brennan Mulligan. Galeer. That is That is the Brennan <laughs> Mulligan message that has stuck with me yeah. the most no, it's, when it comes to, like, character analysis. Same. Whenever whenever I'm thinking about characters and, pe- or, and people are like, well, they weren't exciting enough. It's like, well, some people just have to be guys. Dan is perfect because he's just a guy. Yeah. I have to say. He's a guy who wears a scarf. As somebody who consumed a lot of Venom fan content before having seen the first movie, mm-hmm. I really thought Dan was going to be a much bigger part of that movie. Right. Because fans love Dan so much. He's lovable. He's yeah. great. And so I was guy. assuming I was going to see a lot more of Dan, and then I was like a little disappointed when I didn't. He is truly, he is truly the uh, Herman Gottlieb of the Venom franchise. Yeah. <laughs> my, man, wow. my man's the backbone of the fandom, and yet he doesn't do much... But goddamn, he is there. Yeah. I read. I read so many. I had to. De- I decompressed last night from Venom by reading Venom polyamory fix. Very good. I love the internet. Me too, man. What are other good things about Venom? Uh, my. I told this. I. Ha- I don't have uh, good things at the moment. I'm still thinking about the one thing that deeply bothered me. Uh, there's only one thing that bothered me a lot about the film, and it was. Hey Carnage, do you know how to use the internet? <laughs> yes. Oh my the god. Voice. My, I'm in. my little hacky finger is gonna break into the government facility. I was having a meltdown the entire movie because it's insane. My and little I love carnage to their face. <laughs> but yes. as soon as I saw Carnage insert himself into like the headphone jack in the USB port. It was like the HDMI. Yeah. And like the air fan too. Yes. All of he, he puts himself in there and then the screen turns into the carnage interface yeah. that's apparently on every MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's in. Yeah. If you. He hey, has like hey. binary code but red hey, and like listener, scattered. Hey, yeah. listener. If you around with your MacBook enough, eventually you will reach the Carnage interface. If you pour enough, if you pour enough science goo into your, your MacBook. Go on, try it. Hey, and the Carnage internet. Hold, hold yeah. on. Hey kids, this is a message for you. Go buy some black, uh, some black slime off Etsy and then put it in your mom's computer. She'll really be happy about it. It's a little deeper than the deep web. Yeah. <laughs> try it out. You'll find secret top go- uh, government information. Well, like, the thing is, 
he does that, and then <laughs> the police department page comes up, I and it's know. also in the carnage colors, and it's like, this makes no sense. I don't why know. is this happening? I don't know why Symbiote we can just have had, like... <laughs> Honestly... Like in a movie about symbiotes fighting each other, that, that was, was what was unrealistic. That yes. was what broke my immersion. For like that split second, I was like, "Oh, that's bullshit." <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't have just had like pull like a thing where it's just like, "Oh, it's rifling through the files really quickly." We see like really quick glimpses of all these different pages, yeah. and then like we get the information summarized yeah. for us through like speaking. Yeah, like I appreciate the fact that they were trying to speak. acknowledged the fact that Cletus. Um, couldn't use the internet because right. he'd been in mm-hmm. prison for a long ass time. Yeah. Like, that was great. Their solution to that problem, not as great. <laughs> no, that was the only thing that truly broke my immersion because it was such a deus ex machina bullshit idea. We yeah. were talking about this earlier, but like, can we talk more about how, like, when Cletus met <laughs> Harriet, Harriet, right? What's her name? Uh, Francis. 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 Yeah. When, when Cletus met Francis, they were in, like, a home for unwanted children. So, like, <laughs> all of the children were normal, except for Francis. Honestly, obsessed with her. Uh, I, I feel like yes. it could have been a couple random X-Men, too. Yes. Well, maybe it was like that, that scene started, and I was like, wait a minute, I was pretty sure X-Men was yeah. part of DC. Where was... Hold on. <laughs> wait, we are in DC. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, you we're... laughed at me, and I was like, am I wrong? <laughs> No, yeah. I was not wrong. Here's my question. Why didn't Magneto or Charles Xavier come pick this kid up? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's not... This is not the... Also, at what home for unwanted children? First of all, they were, like, 15. Yeah. These yeah. are, like, full teenagers at this point. Yeah. yeah. Two, they're, like, talking to each other through, like, what? The toilet? The pipes. Like, like a pipe. The pipes? Yeah. Well, I... Okay, what I think happened is that Francis's powers came in around puberty because that's how superpowers work. Um, when you're born with them. I've sure, seen X-Men. Really? Um, I've seen X-Men. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so like her powers started coming in and they were like, oh, f- we gotta get this girl away from society. So they like locked her in the bathroom until the spooky science cops could come and pick her up. Um, they were just regular cops. They were just regular cops. They were just regular cops, but they were coming to take her to the science so, yeah, facility. Yeah, the science facility. Um, Wait a minute. Then, hold on. Yeah. If... Spoilers for Venom. If the co- if the detective cop <laughs> yeah. didn't know about the science facility, why was he in the car to take her to said science facility? Where did he think they were going? I don't know. Also, here's my thought. The only here's the other thing that bothered me. I don't give a shit about the cop. I don't yeah. give a shit no. about the cop. Like they wanted us to care so much. They badly. wanted us they, to care. What he's, the f- the setup, he's the setup for the third movie. Yeah, what the f- that last scene. Yeah. Like, it was just like, oh, we're having a normal monsters. movie. Monsters. And then just the credits were really... like... Wait, no, no, no. That was when they cut to the beach scene before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Monsters. Like... And then the honeymoon scene. But, like, who gives a shit about that guy? Yeah, I don't. Like, nobody wanted to see him. You also... can't start a movie teaching Venom about prison abolition and end it making the <laughs> cop a major player in the third also, movie. Also, I want to... He might be the villain, though. He's, go- yeah. he's gotta be the villain. He's gonna be the villain, because, yeah. like, Anne was like, wow, this dude sucks. Anyway. But, like, what did they even... What did... What happened to him? He's blue. He's blue now. <laughs> he's got the blue eyes from Dune. <laughs> The Gatorade blue eyes. Yeah, the Gatorade blue. He's got he's got a Dune crossover. He's got glacier freeze eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what comic character that could be. Like you know, like the the Mountain Dew flavor that I like from the Max. Yes. The patriotic one. Yeah, that's the color of his eyes. Yeah, man. (laughs) Mountain Dew blue. (laughs) 
Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him. <laughs> there doesn't have to be a third movie, also. No. I, I they want could end one. it here. That's fair. Uh, I'm afraid. I want... See, there's a... Uh, the, fi- the final post credit scene is uh, Venom and Eddie crossing into the MCU officially. Uh, so... I'm very excited about that, mostly because I think it'll be very fun to finally get to see Venom and Spider-Man interact, because that's, like, such a fundamental relationship. I want to see greasy, greasy Tom Hardy next to, like, <laughs> normal Tom Holland. I need clean, to talk so about Tom Hardy. Next to poor little meow meow Tom Holland. Clean, clean cut. Poor little frog mouth Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, I, I wish that, I wish that their Peter Parker was better, because then that would make it all the sweeter, but, like, it's still going to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what, you know what? would be ideal for me. What? I want to see what movie would get made if they put greasy Tom Hardy Venom with Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Oh my god. Like if you put Tom Hardy and Andrew Garfield in a room together and ask them to make a Venom Spider-Man movie. That movie would be wild. They'd fuck. They would fuck. Why did my mom It would be, it would be two hours of just porn. Of just porn, yeah. <laughs> and they called that tentacle porn already, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, critics would hate that. You, you just put these two men that are like... What is it? Tom... Of course, I have gay sex. I'm an actor. Hardy. And, and Andrew... Um, and I'm open to whatever it's... Garfield. Also... Andrew, I played prior Walter Garfield. <laughs> but yeah... Uh, Venom is such an important relationship within within Spider-Man's life because uh, Venom like very directly imitates Spider-Man, yeah. like so that's why I think this is very exciting. Uh, however, I do worry ever so slightly, mostly because uh, the thing that the MCU is so well known for doing is like it's the same thing that happened to Thor after Thor Ragnarok. Russos. <sighs> it's the Russo treatment. They'll take a character and they'll like look at what the director did before them and they'll be like. Hmm, this is really interesting. Do you mind if I you mind if I play with this a little bit? Uh sure, just don't change it too much. Oh, Bam! I broke it. <laughs> I want them to put Andy Circus in in, in in the head of whatever Venom MCU movie they make. Yeah. I think that partnership was great. That yeah. Was awesome. Tom Hardy and Andy Circus's writing was really was actually really tight. Well, Critics- shout out what was her name? Yeah. Kelly Marcel. Yeah, shout Kylie out to Kelly Mar- Marcel. Kylie Marcel and Kelly. Kelly Marcel. Kel- I just want to make sure we get her name out there because yes. she wrote the screenplay. So and it was beautiful. It yeah. was beautiful. Thank you, Ke- Kelly. Yeah, Kelly Marcel and Tom Hardy were the writers for this, yeah. uh, and it was, ah, yeah, great job, guys. There were some all of the arguments that Eddie and Venom had were very realistic. Really, they were like they were the perfect mix of like actual arguments and funny. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, Venom is so funny. This whole movie. Yes. He Venom, really developed his personality. Venom really learned learned how to speak his truth. Yeah. Between the films. <laughs> How long have they been? I just want to know, because uh, like, it's clearly been a good uh, a, a good few months since like the the last movie. Cause no, it, it's recent because it's like no, because like he says like the he said the first he said I think you blew with Cassidy the first time, which implies that it's been at least like a month or two since like the whole thing with uh, well yeah. the the like pre credit scene. It starts with that thing um with them in the in the home for unwanted children yeah. yes and the then it cuts to both Woody Harrelson and Francis getting the newspaper with the story about 
Cletus on it. Yeah. And so it's like... Hold on, I'm Googling how the long. The turnover, the turnover between Eddie writing that story and it coming out can't have been that long. Can we jump back to the fact that this place's name was St. Estes Home for Unwanted Children? It wasn't called that, it was just what Cletus yeah, called it. Right. Are we yeah. sure about yes. that? Yes. The title it opened, card was It different. opened with, like, St. Estes Boarding School or something Lame, like okay. That. Yeah. yeah. It's it should have, it should have actually been called Home Because I thought that children. was just so funny. Yeah. No, that was just Cletus's Damn. affectionate nickname. <laughs> affectionate? Yeah. <laughs> Unwanted children derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> I the animation scene was really that was. It was so pretty. It was like, we're just going to take a break to do this over here, and then we're never going to do it again. We're never yeah. going to talk about this ever again. That was, it was really We're going to put them in their little mind palace. We're going to put them in Cletus's mind palace. Aha, I was right. It was a long time after the first movie. It was a year and a half later. Wow, okay. Damn. I did not get that impression at all either. Maybe the events, because it's like, because he finds, yeah, because he finds the bodies and then some time elapses because there's enough time for him to get a new motorcycle. Yeah, and right. get famous and have like his own. Plus, career. a court case has to happen. Yeah. Plus, the the governor of California has to reinstate the death penalty for yeah, one man. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> they reinstated they the. They really said can we, Harrelson can die. Can we take a t- a timeout just to talk about the fact that the death penalty was reinstated for one, one man? Gu- one guy was so terrible that they reinstated the death penalty <laughs> just for him. Just for They're him. They're bringing it back permanently. They're bringing Back so for this guy, but also like the whatever weird fucked up little room they had him in with like the machine with the that's not how any of that. No, I was thinking the same they thing. They built a special death penalty machine for him. They put all their death penalty mach- machinery away after they, uh, they had to build some, they yeah, some they, more. They were like, well, if we're gonna they're only like, execute one guy, we might as well make it count. Yeah. The <laughs> governor signed that order, and there was like some poor technician like in the room while it happened. He was like, ah. Oh, we're but I got all rid of, of all the injection equipment. Yeah, he's like, he was, he was like, but I. <sighs> Why was that green too? Like, yeah, yeah. full green that going into him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just injected him with reagent. Why did they put antifreeze in it? <laughs> she was like, oh, another thing. The movie's fully set in San Francisco. Too many people had New York accents or Boston accents. Thank you! Oh my Eddie god. Eddie did, that cop did, a couple other Can people Can I point did. out another thing that bothered me? Same vein. He, Eddie works for the Daily Bugle, yes? Which the is Daily Bugle, based in Boston. No, not Boston, New York. New York. Yeah, the Daily Bugle is a fictional newspaper in, in New York. In New York. Me... Why is it in San Francisco? Well, this is like an alternate universe. It could right? be like like oh, a. Right. I know it's an alternate, alternate universe where everything is the same except the Daily Bugle no, 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 is no. national. Wait, 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 wait. The, 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 the also, like, it could be based in New York but have a San Francisco branch. Yeah. Like, that is not actually that uncommon for newspapers. That's fair. No, it isn't. Daily Bugle. It was on the screen. Yeah, oh, it was. Okay. It was his article. His article was pulled up on the on the his computer gotcha. screen, yeah. and it said Daily Bugle yeah, on the yeah, headline. Yeah. I. I am so fine-tuned for Spider-Man details, and I'm just like, where is he? Where's that little shit? He's got a spidey sense. Wasn't there Spider-Man merch, like, in the back of one of... They're, like, showing, like, a news... I do want to talk about Tom Hardy and how he looks in both of these movies. 
Cause How can a man so disheveled be so hot? Right, but also, like, the meme where it's, like, a kid walks into their parents' bedroom and it's, like, I threw up. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, half that, and then the other half is, like, when you're horribly sick and then you get out of the shower after, like, three days of just being (laughs) the worst, like, the worst sickness you've ever experienced. Yeah, he looks like This guy is eating raw chickens on the daily. Yeah, he looks like he has E. coli because he probably does. (laughs) Yes, he's constantly moist. (laughs) I mean, he points out, and it's true, it... For those, uh, for those who know a bit, uh, a bit about Venom outside of the movies, which is that Venom heals like all sickness. He doesn't let Eddie get hurt. Like yeah. he, Venom is basically like the perfect vaccine for all, and and he's the perfect vaccine, and he's the perfect bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Like so, in all senses, Eddie is invulnerable. Uh, but then also at the same time, Eddie looks like that. Yeah, because yeah. he's constantly like experiencing physical maladies that are just yeah. like, instantly being cured. Exactly. But like, he's also constantly experiencing. Them. Yeah, like yeah. there's constantly being energy spent on disappearing those illnesses. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what that's because what Venom says. Constantly fighting off food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, th- immune system and a fever. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what Venom says at one point. He's like, "I'm not. I'm too tired to heal this shit right now." You know. He's like, so like yeah, Venom is basically he gets food poisoning probably like once a week and then he ha- and then he heals it again. He gets food poisoning again. Eat raw chicken, throw up, yeah. get healed, <laughs> repeat. <laughs> and this happens every single week probably. Yeah. Right, but he does look better than he did in the first movie. That's true. Because in the like fr- he, he in has the first together a little bit. In the yeah. first movie, he is constantly sweating and he's his, his upper body <laughs> is always wet. In this. His upper body is fine. This is not strange to me. This is what I look like after I walk to class. That's well, fair. right. Like, I also get that He sweaty, just has a lot of testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> I he's also... just on tea. Leave him alone. That's so true. Eddie's rock trans mask icon it's like, continue. He's just, like, sitting there and he's Sorry, sweating. sorry, sorry, sorry. I have to go back. Trans mask hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> he right ends the whole first movie in the trans mask hoodie. Yeah. He, the Please dysphoria keep... hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's horribly sweaty the entire time in the first movie, but then in the second movie, it's just like his head is wet constantly. <laughs> like, in between every take, Tom Hardy walked off screen into, like, a bucket. Dunked into the lobster tank again. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. He kept the lobster tank on set. He's friends with all the lobsters. And it's yeah. the fact that they bring it up again. That <laughs> like, they give there's a callback. <laughs> I, my brain is so... I don't know why these are the details my brain has la- latched onto, but the fact that it's like... I was so thinking so hard about it for like the next two minutes about the fact that this guy... It was like the incident with the lobster the tank. They had like surveillance footage of him in the lobster tank. Yes. Was so funny. Like, the cop came in and he was like, remember this? And like put some photos of Tom Hardy in a lobster tank on the table? It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. No, distinctly. You're mi- you're missing the, the best element of that, which is not only did he put down pictures of him in a lobster tank, he put it down with pictures of a bunch of headless people. Yeah, he was like, the dead bodies in your apartment, you in the lobster tank, these have equal weight. <laughs> <laughs> equal weight. That you are a criminal. <laughs> in the end, whenever he's like, because innocent men don't climb into lobster tanks. <laughs> it's the way that at the end, whenever uh, Eddie's trying to have this like very like profound moment of like how he's talking about like his love for Venom and the fact that they are like a united front, and he's like, and we are fugitives. <laughs> it's like he's like trying to have this like we are Venom moment, and Venom's we like, we are on the run. <laughs> we are abandoning society. 
and then they go spend their time in Cabo or something. That, that cop is so determined to fuck up this one guy's life. This one journalist. This one journalist who, by the way, was helping him. Yeah. This one journalist who discovered bodies for him. But like, he's oh, like, you didn't tell me every single yeah, detail. Like, it's like, I sent you my recordings. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's the way... Like, You're looking at my USB in your head. I love that this movie so... Ac- like, I feel like it has to be somewhat purposeful, like the present abolition happening there. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it's so funny the way that they just uh, were not... A, they were like, this cop is a, a glory hound and he sucks. Yeah. The entire movie. I like that we were, so, we were like supposed to feel sympathetic for him when it's like, oh, and we're gonna go after Eddie and Venom and the cop that took my it's, eye out. And we're supposed to care about all of these people equally. Yeah. And we just once again, <laughs> Once again, as with the lobster taking a headless people dilemma. Some of these things do not have the same weight. Yeah. I said this already before we started recording, but I want to say it again, and then I think we should do final thoughts so that I can go do my screenwriting homework. Me too. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, the fact that, like, Cletus... Cletus spends the whole movie being like, oh, you have to feel sorry for me because I was abused as a kid. Like, I murdered all these people because That was so fucking annoying. People. And it was, like, annoying, but it, like... Oh, I was abused on... by my mom and my grandma, and that's why I murdered yeah. them. And they kept on doing that in a way where it's, like, so often, like, the main villain will say something like that, and it'll, like, get through to the hero. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, hurt people, hurt people. It's okay, bestie. And then, like you think that that's almost what's going to happen at the very end, and then instead Venom just goes, this guy, and eats him. Yeah. Yeah. I also <laughs> love that there was no payoff for anything Cletus said to defend himself. And then my favorite part, actually, in relation to that, I also love whenever Cletus tries to do his grandstand, like, you and I, uh, Eddie, we're very similar people, and Eddie's like, no the f- we're not. Yeah. Like, we aren't, actually. <laughs> He's also like, I don't know what you're saying so consistently. Because, like, when he goes and visits him in the prison, yeah. he's talking about how, like, oh, you and me, we're, we're really alike, Eddie. We both have daddy issues. And then Eddie is standing there like, are you talking to me? Can, I, ra- say can, I, can I raise one last point here? Yeah. They keep bringing up, like, oh, well, why did Cletus choose you for this interview? Why did he? <laughs> Cletus does not know that he has venom in him. There is no reason for him to keep he choosing Eddie for all of this. Why does Cletus know that Eddie has daddy issues? Why does he know any of that? It's because Eddie's a public figure. Anyways, yeah. the point is... I don't know about the daddy issues, but him... Uh, surely I, there are I other actually, reporters. I actually know this one. Uh, Ed, Eddie's mom died in childbirth and his yeah. father was abusive. Uh, well, they okay, don't say but, that in the movie. But why well, does Cletus know like that? that? Because he might... I don't know how he knows about the daddy issues, but I think that he went to Eddie for an interview because um, Eddie is like known for, like, defending people. Yeah, Eddie's like, no really good defense journalist. Well, Cletus, I, it just bothers me that, like, Cletus keeps pretending like he knows all of this stuff about Eddie yeah. and is, like, holding it over him. And it's like, how do you know any of this? Yeah, how do I you, don't know how he knew Like, you feel like it. you're so, like, so connected emotionally, and it's like, one no, of these people not. knows way more about the other than the other does, and it's not Cletus. Parasocial relationship with a media figure. You're so right, Literally, literally all Eddie does is, Venom's like, look over there, and then he gets his entire, Cletus's life story laid out for him. It's like, because literally all he has to do is look, Cletus carved it into the wall. Yeah. (laughs) 
wow, a super helpful eidetic memory that helps, like, the one with ADHD remember all the details. Wow. Just like Star <laughs> Trek! <laughs> all right, any final thoughts? My final thoughts are, uh, honestly, that is the most fun I've had in a movie in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and I personally think that it's the prime example of why critics uh, just simply... Like, I feel like critics have a place in terms of, like, criticizing media that deserves to be criticized and like having and like obviously like distributing some sort of thoughts on the movie beyond just movie good or movie bad but that's kind of what it's become in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. and I think that and I think this is a prime example because every critic's like this movie's terrible this movie's just tentacle porn and blah 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 it's like like you promise there were not enough tentacles for it to be classified as tentacle porn by any critic yeah Yeah, but the point is the people saying that have never seen tentacle porn (laughs) yeah yeah the point you know like how i have yeah the point is that it's a good you know like how i jack loney have seen tentacle porn the point the point is that uh it's it's a good movie, and we all acknowledge, like, not only was it a pretty well-constructed movie with good writing, it was a fun movie. Yeah. So, go watch, if a movie seems interesting to you, go watch it. Yeah. Because this is sometimes I'm like, must a movie be good? But, like, this yeah. one actually is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We watch a lot of terrible movies on this show. This isn't one of them. No. I, I'm a person who I really vehemently do not like movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I don't really like movies that much. I have always really disliked the experience. I'm very sound sensitive. Yeah. I frankly spent a lot of this movie with my fingers and my ears trying to defend from how loud it was. But like, in a very rare case of this being true, it was so worth it for me. Yeah. Like I like there was every reason for me to not have fun at this thing because it was like everything that I dislike is happening. Mm-hmm. And yet I had a blast. Yeah. Like, like this movie was so much fun that I was able to forget about how many people were around me and how loud it was and how I had my mask on and it was hard for me to breathe. Like, I just, like, all of that, like, faded away into me just, like, having fun. That's right. And I feel like, yeah. like, that's the tell of a good movie. If it's, if it, if it, if it lets you forget about even just, like, the physical situation that you are in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's surround sound, though. Also, I will say we were in a pretty good position. We had like uh, yeah. at least yeah. at least Jack and I. We had like a row in front of us that was open, a row behind us that was open. So mm. like ideal. Yeah, as as movie theater experiences go, this was a pretty decent one. Nice. I just don't like like movie theater seats can be claustrophobic for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like I thought we were going into this going to be like alone in there, and then surprise, there was like thirty people in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the tickets the day before and nobody was there. Yeah. So, John, any thoughts? I agree with Ford that this is a good movie, but also it is fully insane. Are you now a monster? <laughs> Maybe, but yes, we'll get you. This it is a an insane movie made by insane people. Yes, for insane people. Yes, because yeah. the entire that's why critics don't get it. They're yes. not insane yeah. enough. Exactly, because like the entire time, either my mouth was open and like a stupid grin, or my jaw was dropping because <laughs> the. Screen made no sense. <laughs> All of like the like CGI fully looked like it was from like a PlayStation game. Like I thought it, it felt like somebody hooked up a, a PS5 to the projector <laughs> and was playing an unreleased Venom video game for us. That's what it looked like. But the movie did. F- this yeah. movie was pandering, but it was pandering for us. And yeah. So <laughs> it it was, sometimes I'm fine with that. The thing is, like. That's why that's why I think there there needs to be more specialized critics because like having just the one guy go and see all movie mm-hmm. is so stupid yeah. because it's like 
you can't send, you don't send a guy who's only watched horror movies to go watch a rom-com, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the same principle. Yeah. Anyways, I All think... Right. I simply must go to my meeting. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta go. And, uh, and final thought, just go watch the movie. Yeah, go watch it. Just All go right. have a good time. Goodbye, darling. Five Goodbye. tentacles out of five tentacles. Five tentacles out of five tentacles. <laughs>